0: From work podcast. My name My is name Dave Swilam. Let's get ready to hustle. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to the Waking Up From Work podcast. This is episode nine. Um, I just want to take a moment and thank you all for listening to us so far. If you've come this far, then I imagine that you're kind of digging it. Um, we, we appreciate uh, all your support at this time. Um, today, we're going to be talking to a friend of mine, Greg Sherman, Gregory, if you will. Ooh. I know we've had another Gregory on the show, but uh, this one's a lot more normal.
1: Uh, Thank you, David.
0: (laughs) So, so Greg and I met maybe three or four years ago at this point, we're both working for the same sales organization. We actually worked at the same place and uh, we've moved around since, but we've kind of stayed connected. Um, Greg is starting a video production company, same, same kind of day to day where he's working that sales job and he's coming home and he's editing videos whereas I'm working that sales job only coming home and editing audio. So we can make like a sweet ass AV company and yeah. just bail on both of our, our companies if you want.
1: Yeah, we can, we can, we should actually, that's, we've been saying it for a long time too. Like we should just start something up.
0: And, and a, uh, latency processing <coughs> company where we just work on latency <laughs> chains for people Yeah, because there's no latency on the waking up from work podcast. That's legit.
1: Yeah, no, we, uh, I definitely think you guys are good at keeping the latency out of uh, <laughs> of the headphones, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, man, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Dude, it's good to have you. For sure. This is a long time coming.
0: A lot of the guests have been basically people that I rant to, or we have like an intense conversation by phone for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and then we just do a show of it, I think. Yeah. It's been pretty much what's happening so far, at least.
1: Yeah, man, I'm all for it. You know Maybe
0: someday <laughs> it will be people that have never heard me rant or never had a crazy conversation with me and then they'll be on here. I hope that's how I know I've made it.
1: I think I think uh, that's you know, that's what you can only hope for is that, you know, you can actually become like a like a force, like a force to be reckoned with in this business, in the podcasting business. Yeah. Yeah. Which so, is hard to do. I mean, it's do, wicked hard to do.
0: Do you want to run people through kind of what you do? Because a lot of times I'll give someone a sweet ass intro, but yeah. I wanted you to kind of go through where you're at. Because I don't, I don't, even from picking at you and everything, I don't even know how far along or where you're at or the plans or anything like that. Where, where, where is all this at? What, what are you up to? I'm like at the beginning, man.
1: I am, uh, I'm, uh, I'm at the bottom of this mountain right now. So, <clears throat> and I've started the climb. But, you know, I'm farther than I was, uh, you know, a few months ago, but it's like a, any media company that you start is right now it's, it's kind of the only way I feel like because of the internet and it's super saturated, you know, cause yep. everybody wants to do this. Everybody wants to make videos and audio or podcasts or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, but it all falls under the same category as far as I'm concerned, is just media. Like everybody wants to have their own media, and that's where social media comes into play as well. You know I mean, that's I think what got me started was when we were both working at the same sales job and we had to make a video for a product that we sold, and we made that
0: video, right? Which is phenomenal, yeah. which I cannot find anywhere.
1: I have it somewhere, and I will find it, and I'll forward it to you. But it's just oh god, I edited that on my iPhone. That can
0: be like an extra yeah. for like my Patreon or something Absolutely, like that. Man, like you I'll get access it. to the worst content I could possibly give to you. Yeah,
1: it is like really bad. But I edited that on. Uh, I was on my iPhone 5s, and I used iMovie
0: on that screen. Hmm. Straight and up, dude. Dude,
1: for a video <laughs> that was edited on iPhone 5S through iMovie, that was actually a pretty damn good video. It came out good. It did come out good. Um, but yeah, that, I think that was what actually got me hooked on it, man. Like, that was the whole process. Everything Everything's super exciting, storyboarding the whole situation and what we we're going to say. And then just the comedy of it, dude, was just like, I was so addicted to it at that point, And I just could not stop editing and, and shooting more ideas and then sketching out ideas. And I just like got really passionate about it. And like anybody who does music, you gotta know, like once you're, once you're on a kick with music, you're writing a song, whatever. I do the same thing. I can't put my instrument down. Yep. And I think with me, like when I was a kid, I used to draw a lot. And you would never see me without my sketchbook, ever. I was always, I was probably 11 years old, always drawing, no matter where I went, I would draw everything. Then I got into music, and I was never anywhere without like an acoustic guitar or a pair of drumsticks. Just had them everywhere with me. It was super dorky and weird. And now, as an adult, and I'm like, I love playing music and I love doing all those things, but my main passion right now is, is videography. and. Yep. I always have my camera bag with me and I always have my camera, my laptop. So if I shoot something and I have a good idea, I just I record it. I capture that and then I'll edit together whatever, you know? And that's just I started doing like going into businesses a couple months ago and just being like, Hey, can I can I record like where I'm at in here and then I'll edit together a video for you? I'll just send it to you and you can put it on your social media. And I did that to enough people For enough people where eventually they were like, Hey, you know, this is really great stuff. And if we want to do this again, how much do you charge? And that's where I got to be like, I don't know. Exactly. (laughs) I had no idea. So I have to do more research. Awesome. But that's kind of where I'm at right now is like doing all this research to find out like, okay, you know, how much should I charge for my services if I'm video editing or if I'm shooting a video, um, what can I really afford to charge if I want to do this full time, which right. I do, you which know? is
0: super important. Yeah. And I guess like through my time, like and in whatever, I, I guess what I've gathered from like monetizing an art form, because that's what it feels like to me is like mm-hmm. monetizing art, but you still have to run a business to be in business. That's just the bottom line. Exactly. Like, but I, I feel like me as well as a lot of people that I've talked to, it's like to do that, you need the proof first. So like you went out to those business and you said, hey, I'm going to make this thing. I'm going to make it for free because mm-hmm. I want you to see what I'm doing and because I want to do it and I want to get that yeah. under my belt. Mm-hmm. I was the same way where like I think outside of uh, college, my internship was like – um they were like, hey, you can track here, but you need to prove that you can do a record like bottom to top and exactly. it sounds good mm-hmm. or else you're going to represent our, our brand bad. Exactly. So they gave me, they had me go out and scout bands. I did like three or four bands, all like five song or, or longer EPs for free of charge, mm-hmm. hundreds of hours free of charge. Mm-hmm. And then I took those, put them in my portfolio and said, hey, this is what I can do. Mm-hmm. And then I think I started real, real low still. But then it got to a point where there's still like I'm not to the point where I need it to like be the thing. But I'm but I'm getting closer and a lot of it ends up for me coming from like my like economy of time. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm working on X amount of stuff and there's only a certain amount of hours in the day because I'm working eight hours here and then going and doing that. I I I only have so much time that I can get a project done. And unless someone's like, this is the rate that I can pay you for you to just somehow magically make it happen now, then right. like uh, there's a point where I'm like, okay, I, I will, uh, I guess I'm not sleeping tomorrow night. I'm yeah. just going to do that. And that's <laughs> but at the, the same rate, you yeah. know, it's, it's like, I don't know that that's, that's, that's how like my rates have gone up was just like the demand started building. Mm-hmm. But I think what you did, it's like, I don't know. That's what, that's what it seems to be like for this.
1: Well, that's the kind of the tricky part of having a day job too, is like you want to put all this effort and, and into like what you're really passionate at. Um, but what ends up happening is that you get kind of stuck um, in your day job, which is kind of really what happened before I came here tonight. You know, i like been going really hard on a couple of projects and just like got my days mixed up for, you know, my actual day job that I have to go to and, you know, which I'm not really happy at, but I make the best of it while I'm there. Yeah. But, you know, that that's kind of the web that you get caught up in is like, you have to devote so much time to, you know, being in a place where you're not really, you know, enjoying yourself. Right. And, or or really feeling like you're being as productive as you can be. Um, And that's kind of like, the struggle that I have is that, you know, I'm at this point in, I I feel like I'm living a couple of different lives, you know,
0: same dude. Yeah. Same. So, I mean, that's
1: kind of like, that's the major struggle that I've been hitting. Um, And also, you know, I think a lot of people, when it comes to video, they don't really understand as I'm sure they don't really understand with some audio is that they don't understand like how much Time it takes to do something like that, and how much skill it really takes too. Like, if you want a really professional video done, go anywhere else really. And if you're not dealing with somebody who's like really new at it, like like I am, you're looking at probably low end cost. If you have maybe you have like a three or four minute video, a hundred bucks a minute per finished video. Yeah, that's typically what you're going to find with a junior editor. If you're looking at something like somebody who's doing a day rate, like for a wedding business, you know, $1,500 for the day rate. That's usually, that's where it starts. Oh yeah.
0: And I, I've seen definitely pass there when I was getting my wedding together. Me too. Absolutely. Me
1: too. And we didn't end up going with the videographer because of that reason, because we are poor, (laughs) my wife and I, but like, you know, it, now I look back on it and I'm like, you know, I could have really, uh, probably passed on all the photos and then just got the video the video done because everybody there had iPhones and all these devices and they probably would have been fine like having a couple of friends just take pictures and then getting a really professional video done because to be honest with you in my in my eyes anyway everything is going that way like everything's going towards video content Photos are great too. I'm a huge Instagram fan. I'm all over Instagram like every single day. Um and I take a lot of great s- stills, but I always try and even work those into a video just for fun, you know? And it's right. It's just an interesting uh interesting time to be in like a business like this because it really is like most people if you have a business on the side, no matter what it is, could be a bakery, could be, um, you know, a, just could be a, like a bookstore or something. Doesn't matter. You have to be online to get the word out,
0: right? I mean, even me, in like complete honesty, like this podcast, and there's other things that I'm working for the future for here. But a lot of it is to associate a brand with myself, mm-hmm. and like for sure to build a community. Cause like in the episode one, and like a lot of times you hear me talk about, like I I'm building waking up from work. So Mm -hmm. that that way, like, like people in the same situations where like, I know I can vibe with, with how you feel with everything that you're saying, Mm -hmm. everything. But I didn't know that there were other people that thought that way, or I was too like blocked to look at that and just open my eyes and see it. So like, it's about community, but also I felt that, Things like this, like it's such a necessary thing for like customers to get to know you before they do business with you if they're not someone that knows you directly. It's like I think social media and content, it's a way to get to know someone without getting to know them. Mm -hmm. I think by nature, like people feel more comfortable with a brand when they've had when they have something that associates it with emotions yeah. and same thing with content is like when you see someone talking or you hear someone talking it's if it's candid enough and it's not edited and and ridiculous Mm -hmm. then you you get to know some of the idiosyncrasies and the um mannerisms and almost like just twitches and whatever like everything that comes down to like the way that people act enough so that if you were in a room with them you would feel a little bit more like you had already talked to him before in a weird way.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's just like people you follow on YouTube or Instagram. Like you kind of develop almost a relationship with that content, you know, like your favorite TV show. Like you start to get to know the characters of that. And it's just like a, like a business relationship. Like even if you're not, you know, meeting up with that person every single day, you kind of get a sense, okay, the content they're pushing out is pretty solid, you know? And, and everything, every single thing they do is almost, it's not the same every single time, but you get a, like a level of quality that you just get used to. Like he's always going to have good stuff or, you know, it's always going to be really super interesting. And I'm just going to, you know, watch this video for 10 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever it is. And that's, that's kind of why I think I still like take courses on this stuff too, because I just like right now I feel like an infant, you know, I'm just like soaking it all in and, and then also honing my skills. So, I mean, at this stage in the game, I am, I'm right at the bottom and I'm still getting my sea legs, man. It's like, I'm still trying to figure out like, okay, how do I balance, you know, um, putting out this great content and getting people to like notice it. But then again, I had somebody reach out to me the other day and I still feel awkward about like charging people money for my services because it's not like, you know, I'm working for a big corporation selling something that they want me to sell. This is me selling a piece of myself and a piece of my art. And then it's a, it's an awkward transition. And I think like, I'm i I'm so new at it, you know, and hopefully that comes with the territory when I finally figure out like how to actually tell people, okay. But I think one of my biggest challenges and mistakes have been like, I haven't written up a contract, you know what I mean? So it's all like, we'll have a conversation about uh, what you want done for your video, for your podcast. And then I'll be like, okay obviously we're friends so this wouldn't really be anything but i don't know
0: man i i'll be honest with you i have like a band coming in in like two months Mm -hmm. one of my best friends on the planet right absolute best friend trust him with so many things that have gone down like absolute Mm -hmm. i'm gonna give him a contract man yeah actually more than ever because it's not it's like I guess, like my mindset has changed, just like with the way that I conduct like business on every different level, like in the sales position, whatever. Mm-hmm. Where people in every job and everything that they're working together on, they need to understand what expectations you have for them, and, yeah. and and vice versa, right? And what the desired result is. And I just feel like, at least for me, like at this point, I don't do a written contract where I say like, "All right, sign this," and if you don't sign it. Then you're going to court. No, no.
1: It's it's honestly a
0: bunch of bullet points. Yeah. And I say, hey, this is what the project is. This is what we agreed on. I don't even make someone sign it. Right. But I've emailed it to them. So it's in written (laughs) communication in a way. Absolutely. Just to be like, hey, now you're talking about the 70 hours on top of what we talked about for Mm -hmm. this rate. Remember, I emailed you that and we talked about it. I'm about to die right now from the amount of work that i'm doing on this like i can't do it it just i don't know man i've I've totally crossed that where like i don't feel weird about it where i'm just like listen man this is what we have both agreed upon that Mm -hmm. both of us want to have happen and i want to get that done and that's what you want from me so i put it down on paper to make sure that we're both holding ourselves accountable to what it is that's supposed to happen here right there's nothing if there's anything that's not in here that's supposed to go down. Like, let's do it. Let's throw it in there. So we hold both of us accountable because it mm-hmm. holds me accountable too. Yeah, it tells me what I have to deliver. Yeah, and what's expected of me. Yeah, and if I'm not doing it because I'm on a lazy day where I'm trying to sleep in or something, I'll be like, Hey, get your ass up, get over there and do the third right. Right. Do the do. There's like a project where I I stayed up because the deadline that I promised. That's the deadline I said that I would hit, mm-hmm. and I would literally bounce out stuff. Go to sleep on the floor beneath us right here and then put my phone next to me for the client to call and be like, Hey, this is what I want to change now. I'm like, okay, all right, all right, wake up, do it, go to sleep again for an hour. But it's because I told them mm-hmm. what I had to do out of it. So I was like, you know, yeah. it's on yeah. me, man.
1: No, I know. And it's you know, I've I think I've gotten to a point where um, you know, I I know a few people who I still edit for on the cheap, like on the real cheap. Yep. And, uh, you know, you get to a point where you're just like, man, I feel like I'm being taken advantage of here. And it's almost like you got to speak up because, yeah, you know, I didn't make a contract at that time. Like I was just like, Hey, I'm really into edit- editing you Need anything done. And then, you know, on top of like, okay, yeah, I got like four or five podcasts or videos or whatever, whatever it is. And I need you to edit these together for me. I'm like, yeah, great, super excited because I get the actual work and this guy's confidence in me and whatever. And then I'm like, oh, it's an hour-long podcast and I got to put like 18 hours into this, uh, to doing (laughs) this, you know what I mean? And Or whatever it was, it was probably not 18 hours, but probably at least a day, you know, eight hours. And, um, you know, by the end of it, I was like, wow, I just missed out on like, you know, four hours with my kid or whatever. And it's like, if I'm going to be working, full-time like that. I want to get paid full-time. And that's, I think it's not all about money, but we all have to survive. Economy of time, dude. Yeah, man. And you have a mortgage. I have a mortgage. You know, it's like, we're all here and we're trying to get by. And really the most important thing to me is like, dude, I have, I have a family. I've, I got a two-year-old man. It's going to be two in October. That's insane. So like where, where I'm at is, you know, this is a scary time because I am like diving into this new thing. You know, and it is really like, dude, I've only been really doing it for five years, you know, editing and shooting. Most of my beginning shooting was on a cell phone. And now I find myself going back to the cell phone a lot of times because the camera on this Google Pixel 2 XL is just insane. We know? are not
0: sponsored by Google. We're
1: not actually. We sh- if someone wants to,
0: <laughs> we are starting to do video from yeah. them. So right. if right. that happens, then.
1: Right. But I mean, all these (laughs) cell phones, dude, they're crazy, man. Like the iPhone, the new iPhone that's going to be released. It's crazy. The cameras are insane. And, you know, I, I love shooting on my Canon. I really do. But I, I'm already like, I feel like I've outgrown it and I already need a new piece of equipment. That's going to be another like $1,500 or whatever it is. So it's like taking that into effect and really taking accountability for those charges. It's like, okay, this is my stuff that I'm shooting this with and you know, it's my software that I have to pay monthly for because I shoot everything. I do everything on Adobe. Adobe. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: Creative suites or whatever it is. Creative suite,
1: some sound design, you know, everything's got to be there. And, and um, you know, I, I feel like leading up to this, I worked for a, uh, an engineer uh, for live sound a while back, you know, and that was a lot of fun. But then again, it was like, I was so new at it that he could really undercut me. And I didn't know the difference. I was just like, I'm so happy to be here. Exactly. You know, and that's now exactly. you got a family. I got a family now. So it's like, you know, what, what am I going to do to make sure that I can provide for them? You know?
0: Yep. So I, and I mean, I don't even have the family that you do, dude. Mm. Like there are, there are things that I can get away with running on fumes sometimes that i feel like you probably have to take more into account but still Mm -hmm. just meg and i like i'm obviously like i'm married to her like we're committed right we have a house you know we have debt we have things that need to be addressed we have also a future not for just me but a future for her Mm -hmm. all of those still like really like are big parts of my considerations with like exactly what you're thinking about too with like inducing debt with mm-hmm. follow throughs with income,
1: mm-hmm.
0: with all the risk that you incur. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Well, and I don't think there's anything that you can do. That's not going to be like, there's nothing that we can do. That's not risky that like the payout wouldn't be amazing if we succeed, you exactly. know? And that's kind of like, it's almost to me, it almost feels like, oh man, it'd be so great to win the lottery. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it's not the same because it's like the work that I put into this will come out. Um, and it's, it's a totally different outcome where it's not, I'm not just rolling the dice, you know? And I feel like a lot of people who want to start businesses, it's super risky because you just don't know what's going to happen. Are people going to like respond to you better or worse? You know, it's just, but I really do. I feel like most of its connections and and who you know and how many people you can touch with like what you're trying to do. And it's I'm not selling of a, a real actual like something you can hold. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's it's
0: a service.
1: It's a service I can prov- provide for people who who just don't want to either take the time to learn it themselves, or you know, I I love it when people come up to me and they're like you know my uh, my daughter's getting married or my son's getting married, and I have a bunch of clips that I want to put together and put into a song. you know what would you charge for that perfect and that like makes me so happy immediately because I'm like they really value you know they value what I'm doing, but they also value like my time, and they understand like it what I'm trying to do. And I have a family and I'm trying to support my family and everything else. It's not like I'm trying to screw anyone over by charging right. money. It's like, you're not
0: charging something no. absurd. You're no. just like putting in hours and hours of normal work. Exactly. You, yeah. it's just like anything, dude, you have to be paid for mm-hmm. work not because you're sitting there in a Cadillac and right gold, you know,
1: exactly. Put
0: it sprinkling gold on your drinks. No you're sitting there just trying to make a living, but just do it on something that you give a shit about and will actually pour your heart and your real quality into yeah and just monetize it and there's nothing wrong with no that and you should never feel bad about that
1: right and i and Ever. and again i think it's it's it comes down to just like where am i at in my talent like where where how far have i developed this skill you know and and now i feel i'm comfortable at a point now where it's just like lay it on the table and just say hey this is what i charge you for this this gig and then I just stop talking and then I'm take it or leave it. Basically, if it's going to be something you want to do. And again, like I, I, think a lot of people, they think, um, maybe it's going to cost them 50 bucks or something like that to get like a, like a five minute video for their Facebook or something like that. But they don't realize like,
0: okay, It's only a five minute video, but yeah. like, what does it take to make it so that it doesn't look like a five minute video that you just straight exactly. up shot? Yeah, Those five minutes is a different story, dude.
1: It's a, and that's the thing is storytelling is like I put everything into storytelling and I storyboard everything before I shoot it, and it's really great if I can find like you know a moment that I didn't plan for, but there's a lot of footage to go through too. Like if I'm going through hours and hours of footage. That is a lot of editing because you're just looking for that one like moment. Maybe you remember it and you're just like, I remember shooting this one moment and uh, it was amazing. Everything was perfect. The, you know, the effects were perfect. The lighting was perfect. Everything looked great. Um, And my, even my transition was great too. You know what I mean? And I just, I'll look for that moment and usually I'll try and plan out those shots. But when it comes down to it, it's like that level of confidence it creeps up on me and i'm like yep i know what i'm doing i know what i'm doing i know yep. what i'm doing and then i'll be like ah, i don't know what i'm doing shit oh you're low <laughs> right here nope i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> you know but it's uh it's just funny man it's it's scary and it's fun and it's just like i can't work any day jobs anymore man like that's the i think that's where i really have come
0: to terms with like what I really want to do here. It's like a bug. It's a bug, and I always ask like you're totally like messing up my last questions that I ask people because you've already like <laughs> sorry man absolutely <laughs> tackled like 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 uh, half of them or something. Oh, man, I'm sorry, but um, without getting like I'm still asking these questions. That's at the fine. End. I'm yeah. asking them anyway. That's good. You can yeah. say the same thing. <laughs> but <laughs> it's oh, I'm a creature shit. of habit. Yeah, but like, but. I, I hear the same thing with like anyone that I've had on here for the most part, Mm -hmm. they've pretty much everyone, actually, everyone has made a decision. Yeah. Right. And they're all at different stages in it. They're all like, I'm just starting literally last night. I just made a decision, but it felt different than, than any other decision did. Right. Because like when it happened for me, like I had an idea of like what my life would be Mm -hmm. and I started going that route, but there was. Clearly like a day where it was like, that's the decision to do this where no matter what happens, like I'm going for this Mm -hmm. and it's going to be rough and there's going to be some crazy shit that happens, but I'm doing it Mm -hmm. and whatever happens after that, I'm going to figure it out. But I feel like everyone kind of has that, I don't know, everyone who goes goes this route, I feel that Mm -hmm. from exactly as well.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's definitely, it's different. It is, but it's also, it's, you do something for like, for yourself and not for someone else. Like that's, we're doing it. Yeah. I want to make, I want to make a great life for my family yep. and all that, but it's also, I want to work on my own, my, my legacy, I guess. And you know, what it really comes down to is just what makes you happy, you know? And that's, that's what I think is it's like well what's going to make me happy in life? What if if I go to a job for 8 hours a day that I'm unhappy at and I work this job and then I get off, I go home, I go to sleep, I get up, I go to the job again. Yep. And it just becomes this like crazy cycle where it's like nothing ever changes. I'm not, you know, ever happy at what I'm doing for that like eight hours. And that's a long time to do something you're not really happy at doing. Yep. And we live in America, man, we shouldn't have to do anything that we don't really, really enjoy doing. And I think that's, that's pretty important to remember is that like, we do live in a time where, you know, the internet's made pretty much almost everything possible. And it's, it's not as hard as it was for, you know, people, 50 or 60 years ago to make a career at something like this. And it's because of monetization of, you know, of content and it's choose your lane, I guess. You know what I mean? Like you want to make a, you want to make an Instagram business, make an Instagram business. You know, you want to sell soap on Facebook, sell soap on Facebook. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like anything you want to do. Yeah. It might not pay off for you really a lot, but if you look at like associate pages and things like that, like there's so much you can do to like get some sort of residual income and it's hard. Nothing is easy. You know, it's definitely going to be hard and I don't have unrealistic views of like what this is going to be. You know, it's like, I already know I've been grinding for like the last five years almost to try and like get my skills where I want them to be, but also pick up work, you know, And actually get my name out there. And, you know, being dependable, that's always been kind of like the, for me, it's been hard because I, my brain is everywhere. You know, I'm always like, oh, I got to do this. You know, I have...
0: Shiny object syndrome. Exactly,
1: man. ADHD or whatever you want to call it. You know, it's probably in there somewhere.
0: Yeah, but it's a component of it too, though. Mm. Like, I know, like, unless we both could be the same way. So it could just be what could be just us. And there are <laughs> entrepreneurs and people that are way more in control than us. So sure. who knows, but I'm uh, one thing I fight a lot is shiny object, object <laughs> syndrome. Yeah, like right. you mentioned where like, I'm like, Oh, what about this thing? But I'm reading this thing and I could learn this thing. And I could take this course, yeah. but I could also talk to this person, do this. And, <laughs> But then you get none of them done well. No. Dude,
1: I'll do homework and I'll have like a YouTube video playing and then I'll even have Netflix on for some reason. Like I have like (laughs) four different screens happening. For no reason. I know. It's just ridiculous. And then I like stop. I'm like, what the hell am I doing right now? Dude, I have all this going on. And then I'll put on like music and everybody's like, why do you need the music up and the TV on? And I just say, I like to party.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? But That's why there's like flashing lights in exactly, a disco ball too. Exactly,
1: man. And it's just crazy. Like there's too much
0: Part of it could be our time too. I think it, a lot I of think I think technology has, <clears throat> like I noticed a change even through college. It's fragmented me a lot for like how long I'm willing to pay attention to something. Absolutely. And it sucks when you do have to pay attention to something. It, it really does. sucks, dude. It does, man. I have to like, I have to, I have to like almost get something to be, the thing that I'm not paying attention to so that I can pay attention to something
1: like a fidget spinner
0: <laughs> only more than that. I <laughs> yeah. need to like to slightly oh, like think about this other thing that doesn't take a ton of brain power, but like just enough to like keep like a hamster going. And then the rest yeah. of me actually focuses and it's like, all right, cool. You can just go do that portion, David. And <laughs> this David will like actually listen to what that person is saying. Like yeah. for Christ's sake, just listen to those words. Yeah. Like, all right. Yeah you know, but it's high energy. It gets, it gets like that. I need, I need something. Mm -hmm. I need to throw some, some chum in the water and just send that portion of me to go figure it out and just be like, all right, go have fun, buddy. I need to like,
1: yeah, go play with shiny things.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I think you gotta, you gotta
1: like have that time though, to play with those shiny things. Like you have to put some time aside to be like, I need to like, I need to just go off and zone out somewhere, you know? And that's, almost better for my creativity in a way where it's like, if I am focusing too hard on one thing, yep. Um, then
0: it, it was like my, too much pressure.
1: Yeah, exactly. Sometimes
0: and, I'll like, if I'm mixing for a long time, I'll like stop after three hours and then like go for like, mm-hmm. go walk the dog or something. Yeah, Or I'll go like, I'll go like just work on some stupid thing in the yard or something. Right. Cause I need to clear it out and like get back like Zen again in like that flow state. If I'm stressing on it, then I just start making the wrong choices.
1: Yeah. And I, uh, I do the same thing, you know, I'll definitely speed it up and, um, I'll start to, um, just piece things together wrong and forget about the story. If I focus for too, too long, like if I'm just staring at the screen and like trying to piece things together, you know, next thing I know it's one in the morning and I'm like, dude, dude. What happened? I got to take <laughs> a break. This is crazy. You're like what? Yeah. And then, you know, I won't be tired cuz I'm st- I'm still I'm still wired up, so I'll walk around the kitchen for like 20 minutes and do push-ups or something crazy, you know what I mean? But that <laughs> you stay up that late just working. And yeah. that's Yeah. That's what it is. It's like you do get addicted to the work, I feel like, you know, especially if you feel like you're doing something that is going to be worth it in the end you know and and even if it's just for like the client that i have too like a lot of times i get to know my clients pretty well before i even start to do videos for them and i'm like what do you want to do what do you want this video to look like because i want to get i want to get them excited about it dude you know like i'm excited about my business you know i want to get them super excited about what their video is going to look like Or what their commercial might look like. I
0: think it's important. Yeah,
1: man. So getting them all revved up and like really excited about what, what the outcome will be. That's like half the fun, you know, is talking to them about like, dude, this is going to be sick when it's done and people are going to really enjoy watching it. And you're probably going to watch it 50 times before you're satisfied, (laughs) you know? And that's, that's the goal is I did a video for a barber, you know, and it was for a charity event. And I don't think they were quite expecting the level of, of quality because I did the, I did it for free because it was all for charity. And I know the guy who knows a guy who knows a guy and, and I did it, but I think they probably weren't expecting quite that.
0: Someone to go after it.
1: Right. Exactly. So when I did show up and I did everything there, like, I probably took, like, a full day to edit it, and it was just really cool, man. Like, after I was done, they were super grateful. I got a bunch of shout-outs on Instagram, and, and dude, it just felt good because you got this business owner, who it's his business, that he, he bought, you know, essentially from I think it was his like uncle or something like that. So it was a family business that was just passed down and they're just keeping it going. And they're like, we need to get out there nice, and we want to show people what we, what we got, like what we're doing for our community and all that. And I just loved being a part of it, man. Like that was the biggest thing for me is like, I take these small business owners and I just, I get excited about what they're excited about and how can I tell their story? How can I help them like tell their story and get their business out there and that's what really gets me excited and it ignites my creativity even more dude so
0: that totally like whenever i have these podcast episodes i'm like fired up for the next couple of days like more than regular you know right. it's yeah. awesome yeah, just man. hearing hearing like what you're talking about or hearing like other guests talk about their business or like the way that they're affecting things like that is
1: mm-hmm.
0: i'm like oh my god like greg is crushing it like, yeah. just like yeah. i love yeah. it
1: yeah. And I hope to be crushing it more, you know? And that's the thing is like, you look at people who are like way ahead of you, you know, in, in life and not even really financially, just like. With the what amount, they're
0: up to. What, what they're up to. I think projects. social media makes it way worse too. Yeah. It dude. makes it like an unrealistic view of how well people are doing. Yeah. And it, it's okay. Cause that's what it's kind of there for. It's like a focused energy on like what you're doing. Cause that's what you care about. But. At the same rate, like that, I know for me, like a ton of times I'm like, oh my God, that person's doing so much. Like what the hell? Well, you compare yourself to like what they're doing and then you
1: just. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You get depressed a little bit. So I think that's kind of the give and take. And I've heard it a million times on a million different podcasts or like videos. And I think I watched, I was watching a. um. I watched first I watched the Joe Rogan podcast with Elon Musk and he said something and I couldn't remember exactly what he said but then I watched a Casey Neistat video and he reiterated it and it was something like um um oh what was it exactly something is the thief of happiness it was uh it was really profound though and I just it it stuck with me I was, um comparison comparison is the thief of happiness that's what Elon Musk said on Joe Rogan's podcast and then Casey Neistat, which is like, he's kind of an idol of mine as far as videos go. Like the guy's been making videos forever and ever. So I like really, you know, start watching his stuff to kind of get an idea of like how to do e- like editing really tell he's stories. heavy on
0: production, isn't he? He's really tight at production. He's with, like, super tight, dude. unique ways to kind of like mm-hmm. show what he's up to.
1: Yeah, he's super, super good at it, and he can tell a story. And from there, I got into you know consuming content from guys like Peter McKinnon, who's like, um, just a really great cinematographer, and um, even like I worked with a guy who's been kind of like my mentor. His name is John Karen, and he's uh he's up to a whole bunch of different things, you know. And and I kind of take these people and I just look after like what are they doing. And how are they doing it well? How can I do what they're doing and still be doing my thing? Yep. Like not copying them, you know, right. and that's, that's the biggest thing is I I look forward to, to new challenges, but I, I really want to make it's sure like that mentors. I'm, exactly. It's and not
0: even necessarily that they like sit there and say, Greg, you should do this thing or that no. thing, but it's just like getting like a fast feedback circle from people that are reachable in the range of you for things that you want to be doing better. Right. You know? Yeah. That's a great thing to have like all the time.
1: Absolutely, man. And it's, it's definitely, it's, it's kind of a little daunting at the same time because I see the level of professionalism that I, that these guys are working with and it's like, whoa, how am I ever going to get there? You know what I mean? It's like, how will I ever get to that point where it's like, everything I shoot is always like, it's always the perfect shot or it's always the perfect transition or it's always this, that, or the other thing, you know, it's, it's definitely challenging to, to think about that. But I think a big thing is positivity. Like just trying to keep a positive spin on everything that comes my way when it comes to like this type of a business and what we can really make happen with it. But you know, that, that is really what it comes down to. And I mean, I'm sure you, you kind of run into the same things with like, you're a little farther along or a lot farther along with your really. sound. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. Same, same stuff, dude. Yeah. It's the same stuff, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. So like where, where you're at, but you, you've worked with a lot more clients and I mean, you went to school for this too. So I'm almost like I'm in school still, you know,
0: but almost. I, yeah. But I, I always feel like I'm in school. Mm-hmm like i i actually am in school until december yeah for business stuff yeah you know but for audio it's it's the same thing like i my quality is just never good enough for myself yeah you know what i mean so like whenever i get a project done i listen to it i hate it and mm. then the client will like it and then i'll be like okay and then they launch it and other people like it and i'll be like all right well fine and Not then I, I won't even listen to it dude for like a year <laughs> like personally yeah. i will i'll go to their ep release show like i'll go see people play right but i won't listen to that record for like a year after i track it yeah and then a year later i'll i'll listen back to it and then i'll finally be like i'll never be like yeah i aced that shit yeah i'll like listen to it and i'll be like that was okay uh, yeah I'll, I'll listen to it and i won't be angry at things i'll be uh, like right. i'll listen to it I'm like that, that didn't sound bad yeah it didn't sound bad but,
1: but i but, think that's a testament to like your like your artistic, you know, view on, on your own stuff, you it's, know, it's hard to never happy with it. You're probably you know? the same way, right? Yeah, man. Never happy with it. Yeah. Never, you, it's never,
0: like never. launch time. You're like, this it's what not it ready. Is. <laughs> Here's what
1: it is. Not ready. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Here you go. It's just not ready though. But you know, I think that uh, that comes down any creative person, you know, if you're working on any sort of art, you're never going to be fully satisfied right. with the way it comes out, but you can't like dwell on it. You no. just have to move. You
0: have to get it out, man. Mm-hmm. You have to get content out.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree with that.
1: Yep. And then if you if you hold on to it for too long and then try and tweak too many, like too many things, then it just becomes oversaturated with just all these different editing techniques and everything else. Sometimes, like less is more. You Agreed. know, and nothing's ever going to be perfect, even though in, in the moment you feel like it needs to be. Like you're like, this is not perfect. And this needs to be. Perfect. Yep. And that's kind of where I like, I I think I've struggled with that forever and I'm never happy with like my work. You know, I'm never satisfied with it. I always think there can be more done. Same. But I have to like, let go of some have projects.
0: Have to dude. Like you mm-hmm. have to like set deadlines and just be like for this date, there's nothing that can change this being launched. So it has to happen. Yeah. And at wherever it's at, at that point it's going out. Right. Yeah. But, like, aside from all like, I think you've given us a ton of content of like how you work on the content and also how that like, plays into a business or personality or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But another reason why I wanted to talk to you um, before any of my other people that I've interviewed so far on the show, I don't think that gosh, looking through, I don't think that a single guest so far has had a family like you. And I've already, before the show is even launched, gotten so much feedback from people that are like, I am having a kid or I'm about to have a kid or I want to have kids. And I'm just so afraid of like launching this business. Mm -hmm. But like, I feel like with you, I'm seeing a lot of great things that, that would be a testament to your fatherhood. Right. And also I see a big energy and drive behind you working on this business. And I can tell that you're all in on it. Yeah. Do you have like some advice for people that they haven't had kids yet, like, or they're having kids or they have them Mm -hmm. of the process of doing this, of, of doing basically that alt life, that, that thing that's not like the stereotypical thing that just people do Mm -hmm. in creating it. Like, do you have things that you've learned so far in the process, even though it's young or things that, that you're striving for, you're thinking like what's in your head on that? I know it can be done, like people do it all the time where they're they literally are having a baby, and they're some huge blow up success, but mm-hmm. even on a personal level, me I'm doing this, Meg's trying to get into vet school, and I'm deathly afraid of having kids mm-hmm. but i I'm going to have kids right, do you know what I mean
1: yeah, I do, and it's um you know, I think that uh what really stuck with me was someone told me this before shannon and i actually decided that we're gonna have kids i mean we're always like from the minute we got together we were like we're gonna have babies you know (laughs) like we're just gonna make babies it's gonna be great (laughs) don't care what we're doing we're just gonna make babies (laughs) you know but uh, uh somebody who had kids that were like in high school at the time you know they were like you're never gonna be ready so don't try and be you know and that that really stuck with me it was like okay well You know, I got to have the right job and I got the right, you know, amount of funds and all these other things. And they were like, no, there's no way to prepare. And uh, me having my family is the most important thing to me. So like if my wife told me like, hey, you can't focus on this job right now um, because you can't focus on like what you really want to do because we're, you know, going bankrupt or whatever it is, which she would never tell me. You know, she would always she's she's like my champion. And I think that's important is that you got to have a partner who's like hundred percent agree, a hundred percent. And, uh, you know, she has definitely been like way more supportive than, than anybody else probably should have been, you know? Yep. But that is really what it comes down to is I think it's just, I have an amazing person who's got my back and tells me to go for it, you know? And that's for me anyway, that gives me a lot of, like confidence and I just, even though I'm fully starting out, it just makes me want to do, it makes me want to do way better, you know, just yep. because I don't want to let her down. Or I don't want to let my family down. Just makes me want to go like, I'll stay up till three in the morning. I'm 31. You know what I mean? I still got like, still got years left in my, my tank, you know? So I think where I know this for a fact is that you got to just have the right mindset. And you know, I'm not successful at what I'm doing yet, but I'm grinding my ass off dude to try and make it work. And it's not just so I can make it work for my family, which is like, that's a main goal because I want everybody to be comfortable. Yep. But I want to be successful in my own my own thing and just be happy, you know? And that's, I want my son to see me working and being happy at what I do for work. I don't want him to see me going to work and being miserable. Exactly. You know, and that, that's where it really comes down to me is I have this great, amazing family. And my son is like a little wild man, you know, and my, my wife is a vegan baker and she has like her own little side thing going on. And we're both really entrepreneurial people. Like we have a lot of like personal goals that we want to hit. Yep. And having a, having kids don't like stifle us on that. It's not like we're just going to focus on this one thing and not try and make money somewhere else. Like we just do what we got to do to pay the bills, you know? And that's
0: like anything else, dude. like anything, else. like any other budget or thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I love it. we both focus on that. And like, if she wants to go further in one area, I'm like, all right, yeah, let's do it. I totally got your back on that. You know what I mean? So I I really think it just it depends depends on what you want to do if you want to shoot for something you got to just be honest and tell that person like hey I want to do this and can we do this you know
0: I think yeah. that's definitely something I've noticed I don't know if it's like a difference in I think there's a big difference in the way that people think of jobs and income and the way that a family should be supported and everything mm-hmm. and housing and everything is yeah. it between the older generations and our generation, because I feel like I've had employers like talk to me and they're like, Hey, you can do this next job mm-hmm. and make this much. And all you have to do is deal with this shit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I would be like, I'm all set. Yeah,
1: I'm good. And with they'd that be like, <laughs> Wait, but
0: you would make $30,000 more. Right. I'm like, Yeah, I'm all set. Yeah, I'm good. They're like they sat there and like maybe multiple times of like, well, like you could make thirty thousand dollars more though yeah. I'm like I know that yeah I don't want to be miserable right. I would rather make thirty thousand dollars less and be happy mm-hmm. or you know what i mean like so i've I've made a fundamental change in what I care about for like i don't need to have the newest car no i don't have the, I don't need to have the newest phone i don't need to have i don't need to go out all the time i don't need I don't need anything except for my family
1: mm-hmm.
0: and my friends and I ultimately want to work doing what I want to do. And if that means that I make sixty thousand dollars less than what I make right now, which is super duper possible. Absolutely. Then, yeah. Yeah. Then, <laughs> oh, yeah, then I'm down for it, dude, because right. I just want to pay my bills. Mm-hmm. I want my family to feel safe and feel like they're able to do what they want to do. Right. And not feel stressed. Right. You know, I want no one to be stressed. I just want to live comfortably Mm -hmm. but my idea of comfort has changed from what it used to be back in a certain time i think yeah i've changed my comfort yeah for what i need to survive i think
1: and it's it's just like anything else like dude this it's short-term sacrifice is a long-term payout yep you know and that's i'm maybe a little uncomfortable right now as far as like how tight the belt's got to be. But I know that it's only temporary, you know, and it's like, that's the mindset that I keep all the time. It's like, this is just a temporary bump or this is just a, I'm just going to focus on this, get through the job. Like I just get through the job, you know, like I got to finish this job. This is my deadline and I don't even focus on the money. I try not to focus on that at all, you know, And, and I know that like. You know, my wife definitely focuses on money a lot. She's like, we don't have money to pay this. We don't have money to pay that, but we make it work. You know, it's, you do what you got to do. And, and I, I feel like if you're really, really working and you're doing everything you can, you know, everything will work out as far as like financial situations go. It's just, you got to put the sacrifice
0: in there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, bro. That's fair
1: absolutely (laughs) absolutely man
0: all right you want to cap this thing out
1: whatever you want to do brother i'm having a good time (laughs)
0: is cap this thing out a phrase
1: uh i don't
0: have you ever heard that
1: let's cap it out
0: (laughs) (laughs) i've said it on a a ton of these episodes have you really and i think that a lot of verbiage that i use isn't used and Maybe i'm not aware not. of it until Maybe like my not. wife's like why'd you say that yeah what does cap out mean why'd you say jiminy crickets <laughs> i'm like because i'm 100 whiz <laughs> whoa gee Willickers. <laughs> oh my jeez. sometimes i do dude, when i'm in public and i'm like not wanting to swear in front of like kids i will scream like oh crackers like ah. <laughs> oh jeez it's ah fuzzy
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know just crazy things but dude i do the same thing it's like and especially man you have kids it's just you gotta like figure out other words to say and it's so <laughs> funny sometimes dude it's just like i'll be super prepared weird things come out like I do it all right the time now. weird things come out just like fiddlesticks
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't even think of it anymore. No, you can't. You can't. I have to stub my toe or something. Yeah. No, you got to do it on
1: the fly. And it's <laughs> like when you're about to say like fuck or something like that, you got to be like, ah, fuzzy blumpkin. Ah, <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs>
1: ear, earwigs, ear. <laughs> yeah. You
0: know, just anything can come out. All right. Here's my questions that you've kind of answered. Sure. But you're answering again. Yeah. By no will of your own.
1: Yeah. Yeah, go over it again.
0: What made you make the decision to pursue this in a serious way? Um, I was, uh,
1: you know, I was shooting a video for the sales job yep. that we met at, and I just really enjoyed it. And my feet, the feedback that I was getting was great. And somebody actually told me that I should do it professionally. So then I started to research how to do it and that's when i fell in love with the process and i just started looking up you know film and videography and how to do it and that's how can i make it a business you know so that's i think where it started was like making a video because nobody else would for something i didn't even know i would fall into it and be and love it so much you know what i mean it was just totally unexpected totally unexpected but where i Wanted to take it seriously was in the last um I don't know, the last two years. That's when I got like, you know, a good camera and decent audio. And I was like, I am going to take this and I'm gonna make it into a business. Right. And that's when I made the decision. I was just like, I'm gonna do it. I'm still gonna work my sales job, but I'm gonna put like a good amount of focus into this. And I had just had my son, and I think that was the biggest thing is like I just had my son so that made it more real you know isn't i wasn't just like i can't just squeak by anymore i can't just like you know i'm running out of time right. to do what i really want to do so if i want my son to see me like succeeding at what i want to do maybe he'll see me fail a bunch of times but he's ultimately going to see me succeed you know and i'm going to see myself succeed So i think that's kind of where it really started was my son was born and I was like, yep, it's time. It's time to put this like full throttle, 110% into All it. All out. Yeah. Cool. That was, that was it.
0: So I know that you're young into what you are doing with it, but what would you say is your biggest mistake in this process so far?
1: Definitely not contracting like contracts not, for yeah, the projects for the projects. Cause I'm, you know, expectations are always kind of like all over the place and
0: everyone's expectations are different.
1: Everyone's expectations of are what they've different. Perceived. Exactly. And if they're unhappy with like something that I did, then they want me to work another, like, Oh, this video is great, but you know what would be really cool. And then they tell me what they think would be really cool. And it's like, then I kick myself because I'm like, man, I should have made a contract because they're just changed. Like the whole video now has to be redone, which is no. So yeah. Bullet points contract. That is like my biggest mistake that I've made. And I've lost a lot of time by not doing it. Same with just like anything else aside, you know, if I made a mistake shooting something or whatever, like those are mistakes that are just, Beginner mistakes. Like it's, whatever. it's on
0: you. Yeah, exactly, I mean? exactly. It's, when on, it's me. on me, dude. Like when I mess something up, then I'm like, all right, let's redo all the vocals. Exactly. And then none of the time's on you. It's just my own fault. Yep. Just but when forgot it's to like, do this. Mm-hmm. So deviated from what you want. You're just like, yeah, what's going on here, dude? Right. Like, exactly. What's up? What like, are
1: we going to do? What, like, what do you want next? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that was, that's been my biggest
1: mistake is not, uh, not writing out a clear, concise
0: contract. I ran into stuff that made me get over that and do it. Mm-hmm. Then I didn't do it one time. Yeah. And now I will never not do it again. Yeah. I folded on my own rule mm-hmm. and you don't break your own rules, dude. Yeah. When you set rules is for a reason. Yeah. And I broke my rule. Dude. And it sucked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That
1: yeah. sucked. So yeah, dude, <laughs> don't break the rules, man. Don't break the rules. Break
0: rules, but not your own.
1: Dude, rules are meant to be broken. Except for your own. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so what
0: is what is the best idea you've ever had in the process?
1: Oh, okay. The best idea I've ever had. Um Man, I had this really great idea for a video one time. Um that I actually pulled the trigger on. It was really cool. I was just getting into like making new transitions and I had an idea for just this rotating, um, constantly rotating scenery, right? So like I, I turn the camera, have like a table, turn the camera over, and then continuously like every shot that I made was continuously turning around. And I thought that was like a really great, like it was a lot of fun to shoot too. It was just a lot of fun, and I don't even think it was my idea. I think I probably just learned how to do it on like a vi- another video or something like that. And I was like, I want to incorporate that into this, you know? So creatively, I thought that was awesome. But like the best idea I've had, I don't even know if I've had it yet. You know, I can't really say like I've had a, a really breakthrough idea that's like come to fruition, I guess. Okay. You know, it's still a work in process, I think. I haven't really come to my best idea yet.
0: Or you like have the best idea. And then like two months later, you're like, this idea is way better yeah. than that idea. Oh. And I wouldn't have known it unless I just got to where yeah. I was at.
1: Yeah. Or I'll have like an idea at like four in the morning and I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, that's the best idea. I got to remember this in the morning. <laughs> and then I like, I'm like, what was it? It was like something with like bunnies. And there was like a.
0: What was the best? Carrot.
1: Idea? There was a carrot with bunnies and they were talking about like cake or something. What was it? Damn it. I have it's the gone. best idea <laughs> yeah.
0: as a mix. Yeah. After I've been mixing for like thirteen hours, and then I listened <laughs> it to the next day, and I'm like, "That was a bad idea." That was not the best <laughs> idea. That was the worst thing mm.
1: ever. But you're so you're so <laughs> like you're all jazzed up. You're so like, "This like, is like, gonna. Be this amazing. is awesome, dude." You know what I'm gonna do? There should absolutely
0: mm. be French horn here. Yeah. <laughs> In this rock song. There's a <laughs> course, dude. This is great. No course effect on that. Nobody's
1: doing this. Nobody's it's doing completely this. completely original. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on in there right now? But yeah, no, I think um, you, you do, you trick yourself. You trick yourself into having these great ideas. And usually it becomes, it's, it comes about because you're just too tired. You know, you're way overly tired. And,
0: Which is all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But like, too overly tired like and and that's another thing with like having a kid dude is you don't sleep as much so i'm already super tired but then i stay up even later than i probably should because i'm like well i gotta work on this and i'll get to bed and i'm like yeah it's time to go to bed and then an hour later dude my kid wakes up and it's just like here we go great perfect
0: not down for that.
1: It's life, man. It's just a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful
0: thing. Okay. So, what would, what's like a book that you'd recommend either people in the industry that you're in mm. or like people that in general, like we have so much, so many different audiences that listen to this show that are from different backgrounds that are just chasing that ism. What, what's a, what's a book that you could recommend?
1: One that I just read. Um, was called Give and Take. And, uh, oh my God, I forgot the author's name. That's okay. You'll but, probably uh, find it. Give and Take. It was, you know, it's just basically about business and how to conduct yourself in business and, and how to win and, and how to basically gain respect in making deals, you know? And that's, it's a different approach, but it was definitely, um, it spoke to me. It's written by uh, Adam Grant, Adam okay. N. Grant.
0: Cool. We'll we'll include that in the show notes for people too, if you want to yeah. check it out.
1: Yeah, it's super good. It's an it's an easy read too. So I just I recommend it because it kind of got me started on, uh, you know, how to conduct myself in in business. You know, just my like selling your own product and selling yourself and basically being persistent. Like, you can't be wishy washy. You have to give people a clear, concise. Like, this is what it is. You want to take it or leave it? Yep. Because I'm filling up my schedule book. Boom. That's what's up. For real. For real.
0: All right, Gregory Sherman. So for anyone out there that wants to go after some of your services for themselves or just like they want to see what you're up to because they're just clicking in with all our guests here, how do people keep up with you?
1: For sure, on the um, interwebs, biggest thing right now for me is Instagram. I'm I'm definitely getting like videos out almost every day. Uh, a lot of photography and things like that. I have a website under construction right now, so that cool. is it's coming. It will be coming, um, but it's not quite there yet. So, um, but biggest thing right now, I mean, you can find me on Instagram at Sherman Gregory, and uh, like you'll see content daily. You know, if you if you check that out. So that's going to be the biggest one right now. Okay. Yeah. That's it.
0: Awesome, man. Well, thank you for coming out and hanging out with me super late at night. Yeah, man. After work.
1: Oh, super
0: fun. Five o'clock after the hustle. Super fun. And it's, Ooh, it's dude. We've been going at this man. It's 11. It's an hour. Oh, it's an hour and change. Wow. Good one. Good one. How long do you usually go for these? Well, I started saying that it would be 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. And that quickly went to hell and it's been like an hour and change pretty much every episode now so yeah, right. sorry to everyone's commute it you you got to listen to this when you work out or something like yeah. do some heavy workout you know <laughs>
1: long form long form but
0: uh hey thank you guys th- as the listeners like thank you guys for supporting me thank you for hanging out with us um you know if you want to go ahead and subscribe to this keep up with us we're going to just keep cruising here I'm gonna keep interviewing different people out there and um, just getting in the in the weeds of this stuff because I feel like not enough people are really talking about the real talk of what's going on and and you know how people how they feel and think and what's working and what's not working to get this shit done. So um, thank you for listening to the Waking Up from Work podcast, and we'll see you next get week. Ready to